Welcome to the Talk with Rox podcast. I'm your host, Roxana Karimi, licensed psychotherapist. Join me as we talk about psychology, spirituality, and the human experience. I look forward to helping you expand your consciousness as you work toward healing and reconnecting with your inner voice. Hello, welcome back to Talk with Rox and welcome to 2022. I hope you had a really great holiday season and new year and that you're feeling just as good about the year 2022 as I am. That was just me playing a little bit of my sound bowl because today we're going to be talking about healing our nervous system, why that's so important, and different ways we can do that. And one of my favorite ways is really through music and sound healing, and so much so that I ended up getting my own bowl. And yes, I have no idea what I'm doing, quite honestly, because I've never played before, but I do know that this is set in the F note, it's connected to the heart chakra, and I believe it really has helped me in opening up my heart and really creating safety and calmness and stillness in my body. And so that was just one of the different sort of techniques that I use to help calm my nervous system that I wanted to share with you. But we'll be getting into a lot of different ones today, as well as this whole month, because at the end of the month, I'm doing something that I've never done before, and that's hosting a Heal Your Nervous System Challenge. So that's going to be five nights of us meeting live on Zoom and doing little mini lessons and then learning different skills to really help us with healing our nervous system, calming our body, and regulating our emotions because it is pivotal when it comes to inner child healing. But before we get into that, I just wanted to give a little bit of an update because I've shared on this podcast about a year ago when I did my episode entitled The Four Clairs of Intuition that I was really going to spend the year working on increasing my intuition and just kind of strengthening that, um, you know, and one of the most important aspects of doing so is meditation because that really helps you connect with yourself. It helps you be more able to just kind of tune in to the messages that you might receive from yourself, from source. And I realized that after a year of kind of actively intentionally working on this, that I experienced a fifth Claire. Now that makes complete sense to me when I think about it now. We have five senses, you know, physically at least. And why had we just been talking about the four clairs? I have no idea. That's what most of the information was around. Now, when I experienced this fifth clair with the fifth sense, which was uh, scent, the sense of smell, it is known as clair aliens, A-I, no, A-L-I-E-N-C-E. I had never heard that word before, but 
once I really put a word to it, I realized that actually it wasn't my first time experiencing that. I had experienced this sense before. It's just that it's much more rare for me to experience it this way. So I just wanted to share about what happened, how I knew what it was, and what my year-long intuition training has been like. So here's what happened the other day. I am at my Pilates class, minding my own business, struggling through my plank, when all of a sudden I get a whiff of this very specific cologne. Now this cologne is a scent that is attached to probably my biggest attachment partner, Um, By that, I mean not a parent figure, but person that I really experienced a lot of trauma bonding and my wounds coming out with. And we have a really long history. And I find that every time I'm feeling better and moving on, this person comes back into my life in some way. So as soon as I, you know, had that sense of smell, my first thought was, oh my God, he's thinking about me. And I had this urge to send a message and just say, please stop thinking about me. I can smell you thinking about me. Don't. But I didn't because obviously I feel like that would feel insane. And the message came about two hours after that. And it was basically like, hey, just been thinking about you. Hope you're doing okay. And so you know, in those moments, you feel kind of amazing for a second. You're like, hell yes, I'm like the biggest witch in the world. Just call me freaking Khaleesi because it's on. But at the same time, I also knew this time to know that it was a test, that the things that I'm truly searching for are getting closer. And in that happening, the universe loves to show up and say, hey, are you sure? Are you sure you're doing better? You're not going to fall back into this pattern. You're not just going to go back. You're not going to settle. And so really having that awareness around it this time helped me to be able to respond in a way that felt clear, energetically, kindly, respectfully in my communication was a no. Um, But literally that has been with this person like a 17 year plus learning experience. So <laughs> Claire Aliens, thank you for coming through and for really teaching me to step into my power and to not settle for less and for what doesn't work. Basically, my biggest takeaway of strengthening my intuition over this last year has really just been the trust in myself. I think that has been something that I've wanted my whole life and that, you know, after trauma after trauma, after divorce, after struggle, I really had lost that trust within myself and meditation and quieting my mind and seeing that I can trust myself in these little ways is really just coming back into my confidence and I'm really integrating with this whole part of myself and that feels really amazing. So if there's anything that I can suggest to you is to get quiet with yourself, to really make a practice out of connecting first thing in the morning. It has been the biggest gift to me. And I don't think that when I started really intentionally wanting to connect with my intuition this way, that that would be my biggest takeaway, but it really has been. And it's amazing. I know it's possible for you and I know how important it is. So start with that first thing you wake up First thing you do when you wake up in the morning before you put your foot to the ground is quiet your mind for five minutes. 
focus on your breath and just keep coming back to that and see how the rest of your day goes. It's not magic. It's not life-changing in the moment. It's life-changing in the habit and you can do it and it will help you with healing your nervous system and calming your body and creating safety. Okay, so let's get into it. Healing your nervous system. Why? How do you know? How do you know if your nervous system needs healing? Let me tell you, if you're somebody who is considering therapy or inner child work, you probably are having some nervous system trouble as well. So I'm going to list off a couple symptoms of that. Feeling a sense of overwhelm, anxiety, pressure, you're living in survival mode on autopilot, you find yourself disassociated more often than not, zoning out, or you're easily frustrated and lose your temper on quote, quote, small things, you feel irritable and angry, you take out your feelings on others, you're super reactive, like you're responding right away with a big feeling, mood swings, difficulty identifying what your feelings are, insomnia, difficulty sleeping, you carry stress and tension in your body, maybe you're grinding your teeth, maybe you're biting your nails, pulling your hair, other compulsive behaviors, digestive issues usually present, skin problems usually present, even chronic illness, chronic pain, chronic aching, your emotions feeling unmanageable and not in your control. These are all signs of a dysregulated nervous system. They've just become so freaking normalized in our society. And honestly, ugh, I feel a little bit disgusted by that right now because we don't need to live like this, but we have just put inner child healing, therapy, and all of this really important stuff on the back burner for so long that we've just decided it's easier to live like this. And it's freaking not. It's not. And you don't have to. Okay, sorry. That was my rant. Because let me tell you, I, I did have a lot of these. I struggled with a lot of these. I'm also a highly sensitive person. So I'm walking around completely overstimulated by the things that are in my environment, by my emotions, by people around me. And I really had to learn. I had to learn so many different skills to manage that. And that's why I'm so excited to share it with you guys, because I really do have a lot of these different fun little random things that I do to calm myself. And calmness has become my superpower. I love that I can sit in front of clients, in front of somebody telling me, you know, they're their darkest moment and I can keep a straight face not because I don't care not because I'm not empathic but because I know how important it is for the person sitting in front of me that I stay cool calm collected that I can hold space for that and now I just want to show you how to do that for yourself how you can do that for the people in your life so that you're not just constantly losing your shit or projecting from that wounded space Really, if you're wanting to do inner child work, if you're coming to it with a dysregulated nervous system, you're not going to get really far because you're going to be bringing up stuff that's painful and that can make you feel overwhelmed. And if you don't know how to deal with those emotions, you're going to stop. You're going to walk away from it because it's way too overwhelming. And that would be within your right. 
you do need to have a good system of taking care of yourself and your body, your nerves, your emotions in order to do this work. So since that's something we're going to be focusing on this year, since the Conscious Healing Program is going to be launching its second group that, you know, next month, I really want to make sure as a therapist that you have the tools and the skills to take care of yourself and the emotions that are coming up. Let's get into the why a little bit. I think you guys are probably, you probably get this, you know, I've definitely talked about it a lot on the podcast. You can go back and listen to the, I think it's the second and third episode, trauma, and then the subconscious layers of trauma to get a little bit more of an understanding of why we need to heal our nervous system and sort of the mechanics of trauma and the brain. The thing is, as you guys know, trauma literally changes the brain, but the brain is ever changing and recovery is possible. Now, what happens is that these traumas, when they've occurred, you know, maybe so young in our lives or so in such a sense of mm, unawareness to us, right? They're the unconscious memories. They still got stored in your body. That trauma is still there and something called they become something called tissue memories. So they are literally in your brain, in those neural pathways, stored in the subconscious memories, stored in the brain tissue, and directing your life. You are responding to these stored traumatic memories in your body without even having the awareness of them. That's why sometimes your body is reacting, you you know lose your temper at somebody, And then you think, I don't even know why that happened. Like it wasn't that big of a deal, but that's because within your inner child, within your brain chemistry, you were responding to that first initial time that it happened. We are evolutionary creatures and you are having an evolutionary response in your body, your nervous system, your brain, it is there to protect you. And when your brain chemistry has been changed, more often than not, you are now wired for danger. You're looking for it. So in a normal conversation, when somebody says something that triggers that part of you, you're now responding to that initial trauma, not to the person anymore. You're not really present. You're not really conscious. And this toxic stress has completely altered your emotions, your body, sometimes even so that it makes you emotionally and physically sick sucks right but let's come back to the fun fact which is that our brain is ever changing and recovery is possible and by strengthening our inner resources our trust in ourselves our trust in our ability to calm our nervous system to stay cool and collected we're also capable of processing these feelings of releasing the stored traumas and increasing our ability to handle stress with greater ease So the functions of the amygdala, the hippocampus, hippocampus, and the prefrontal cortex that have been affected by trauma, they can also be reversed. Now, this does take effort. This does take repetition for the change to happen. But I don't want you to get so caught up on the efforting piece of it because we're going to make it fun and we're going to create safety in your body so that you can better regulate these emotions. We're going to clear the energy of your stored trauma, create space between reaction and response so that you'll be less reactive and so that you start to gain more insight and awareness into your triggers, how they're showing up, when they're showing up, why, and reconnecting your brain and your body with more intentionality so that you can strengthen your trust and your inner resources 
And in order to, this is the final key when it comes to inner child work. All of this is so that you can rewire your old limiting beliefs, those negative thought patterns that are holding you back and these trauma memories that are impacting your everyday decisions. And honestly, I am so freaking excited for this. I don't think I've been so excited about something in a while. So I hope you guys get just as excited about it because we are going to have a lot of fun together. And the Heal Your Nervous System Challenge is going to be taking place the last week of January. Actually, I think it's the second to last week. So it's the week of the 24th, and we'll have five nights of live calls where we're going to do different things like some of the safe space meditation from the Conscious Healing Program, really learning some other great breathing meditations, how we can create a daily habit of doing five minutes a day. We'll talk a lot more about emotional regulation as it comes to triggers. We'll do ecstatic dance and sound healing so that we can release some of the stored trauma memories in our body and really just get into it together and be in community. I have found that that is a really important thing for me and my authentic self. And I also think it is pivotal when it comes to healing. So one of my big main intentions of this year is really creating more of a community and a space for us to come together. And this is going to be my first offering for that. So make sure you check the show notes because I'll drop the link in there so that you can sign up and share it with your friends. Like this is going to be, it's not going to be too heavy to let's get into trauma. It's going to be a little bit more light and fun and we'll be doing activities. So share it with your friends, bring somebody with you, make it a little bit more fun so we can dance together, talk together, laugh together, heal together. This is our time. And of course, make sure you're following along on Instagram because I'm going to be sharing a lot about healing your nervous system this month and getting us ready for the challenge. But that is not the only community offering I have this month because the Discover Your Wound workshop is happening again two times this month. And I will also share the link for that in the show notes with the dates. It's going to be the 12th and the 19th. And that is a totally free workshop. I would love for you to come and love for you to bring your friends. Or if you're a friend of mine and you're just wondering what the hell I've been up to, this is a really great way for you to come and get familiar with my style, my work, and what doing this work actually entails. So I really cannot wait. There's so many opportunities for us to connect this month. Make sure that you show up for yourself and your inner child and that we get to say hello. And of course, as you guys know, my practice is up and running. So if you are looking to do deeper one-on-one work together, or you're interested in the conscious healing program, but you're not really sure what your inner child wounds are yet, but you're wanting to start kind of exploring that, this is a really good time to do that this month because we will start next month. So get in, set some one-on-ones, let's start talking about it and just processing it so you have some clarity around what you're wanting to heal, what you're wanting to bring in, and start just fully freaking showing up as your highest self, your best self, the person that your inner child thinks you are, wants you to be, and that you already are. Okay, I think I've said I'm excited so many times this episode, but I really am. So I'm saying it one more time. I'm so excited. And I really have a lot of great energetic feelings about this year. It feels 
pink to me. It's light, it's pink, it's dreamy, it's fun. It's so much of what you want is coming this month. But I also see a little bit of financial struggles coming in. So if that's something that resonates with you right now or that brings fear for you, I'd start really creating like a piggy bank fund, a savings fund, just something so that you have some security set away, maybe for healing, maybe for self-care activities. I don't know why, but I I sent some sort of disruption, disruption coming with that. And I sure as hell hope I'm wrong, but you know what, even if I'm right, um, sometimes things have to completely break down for better things to show up. So I don't know if you were showing up here for a prediction, but (laughs) there's mine lots of pink and fun and dreamy but also a little bit of struggle I guess that's called life anyways I hope you guys have set your intentions for the year and that you're feeling pretty good I so look forward to showing up here with you and showing up as my best self because I'm really freaking feeling it anyway I love you and I will see you around thank you so much bye-bye